Greetings and salutations and welcome to Ramcast, the podcast where you go from a 30 degrees incredibly humid Johannesburg to an insanely winter possible storm Cape Town. I am your host, Ryan Mathers. On today's episode, we have a very, very special episode. We are diving into Comic-Con Africa 2023, which I just got back from. And we have a lovely little guest star on this week in the form of one Terence Rousseau. So let's get to it. So like I mentioned, I just got back from Comic-Con Africa 2023 in Johannesburg. It was at the Johannesburg Expo Center. It was a ton of fun. Flew up quickly on the Friday night. Had my buddy Terence with me. We got in there Friday afternoon, checked into our hotel in Randburg, and we were like, we're going to hit the hotel bar like a meteor. And we pitched up there, and the hotel bar was closed. And fun fact, the hotel bar never opened after that. I think there was a split second or a half an hour somewhere in the day where this mystical hotel bar opens. They serve one beer and then they close. But so the legends say. So we were staying next to Randburg Mall. So we made our way up there and we realized that that area of Joburg is very lawny. It's very rich. So when you have two little Cape Townian boys running around in uh, Hawaiian shirts, you stand out immediately, uh, which we did. But we got a lot of compliments. People were like, hey, dude, love the shirt. Where the hell are you from? Because you ain't from here. And we were like, hey, man, we're Cape Townians. We're just digging the vibe. And we had a good time. People are super friendly, super nice. Shout out to the waitress, Sam, from La Parada. She was incredible. We're going to go back there and uh, we'll meet you again, Sam. We will meet again. So I don't want to go into too much of what happened at Comic-Con because that is actually covered by my guest star this week by Mr. Terence Rousseau in an interview that's coming on later. But right now, let's go into a section which I like to call... The best, the best, the best of the week. And for those of you wondering, what is the best of the week? The best of the week is my fight against the negativity in the world. It is my one man stand against it. Because, good Lord, there is way too much negativity in the world. You speak to people these days and you ask them, hey, how was your holiday? And they'll tell you the worst thing about their holiday first, not the best thing. You ask someone about a movie, they'll tell you all the things they didn't like about the film first. And then go into, oh, yeah, and I quite like that scene. You ask about a series, they'll knock it first and then give you the positives. I don't want to be about that. I'm done with negativity. I'm done with that. I'm done with websites and cell phones and everything telling me how I should think what I should feel. So my fight against it is the best of the week where I list what was the one thing that gave me a bit of positivity, gave me a bit of hope, was the ray of sunshine in my week. And it would be easy to say that my best of the week was going up to Joburg. And while that was fantastic and going to Comic-Con and meeting Anthony Daniels, my best of the week was actually coming home. And I need to unpack that a bit and explain it, because when I come home from traveling, I always have this feeling of appreciation when I come back. I have an appreciation for the place where I live. I have appreciation for my family. I have appreciation for my friends. I have appreciation for my lifestyle and how I'm living my life. And that always happens after I travel, because you go and you travel and you experience new things and you meet new people and everything's new, 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 that you start longing for the familiar. And while there might be a negative connotation to that, there is an incredible positive connotation to that. 
if you look at it in a certain way. From a certain point of view, as Obi-Wan would say. So that is my best of the week. Going there, coming back home, loving being home. That is my best of the week. And now we're going to move to the interview section of the show where Terence and myself discuss a multitude of things. We go into movies, we go into music, we go into Lego, we go into console gaming, and we also dive into the Star Wars. Please note, though, that this audio was recorded in the wild of Joburg. So the audio is slightly different and you will hear maybe people in the background or a little bit of music or clinking of glasses or whatever, but it's not really a big deal. Here we go. We are delighted to be joined in this very special episode by a friend, a brother of the podcast, my brother from another mother, Mr. Terence Papa Rousseau. How are you doing, my friend? Hi. <laughs> Terence, Terence is a little bit nervous about his, uh, his radio voice, so he wants to try and get it out. <laughs> All right, how are you doing? Good, brother. Good, good, good. Are you enjoying your time in Joburg and Comic-Con and everything? We just got back from... Um, Comic-Con 2023 here in Joburg. Uh, we went to go meet Mr. Anthony Daniels and walked around like crazy and did everything. And uh, we're a little bit tired, we're a little bit spent, but we're here in Randburg having some beers and relaxing and we thought we'd have a chat. How, so did you enjoy the experience? Was it good? Was it everything you hoped and wanted and Alice and the Ballas? So yeah, I've been to the Cape Town one and this one was bigger, better and honestly had a fantastic time um, meeting cosplayers hanging out with yeah we met some dope Ryan. dudes we met we, met we, some, we, we met chased down a fucking Calcastus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, who was not happy when we met <laughs> oh no shame he just he, he'd had a day of it man I can understand shame this, this guy's getting called out every yeah. five minutes and he deserved it because yeah that was a boy oh, he, he did a fantastic it job it was beautiful it was beautiful man yeah, yeah. So Terence is uh, my first little interviewee for the channel. So we're going to kick things off by what I normally ask people when I first meet them, and that is, what's your favorite movie and your favorite band? Oh, shit. I don't think I've ever been on the end of, the receiving end of this question. <laughs> I've heard you mention it many times. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. So... Little known fact about me is I do not know bands at all. It's just no, you lie. Uh, <laughs> and that's not to say I don't like music. Mm. Um, Audrey, my wife, is hugely musically aligned yeah. um, and has fantastic taste in it. Um, and usually I just listen along. But if I had to choose something, it would be from long ago. Yes. Um, so favorite band is probably Blink One Eighty Two. Hey, what's my age again? What's my age again? Yeah. <laughs> Um, probably because that's what I've listened to the most. Hey, take off your pants and jacket, bro. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose just identify with the sound. It comes from my youth. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Cool. In regards to film, um, uh, uh, when Ryan told me that I'd, I'd, I'd need to answer this question, I had to give some serious thought to it because I have a number of films that I really enjoy. Got a good couple, and it was tough picking the best. So, I'm going to mention one that 
I'm going to choose as my favorite, simply because I don't think it's ever really going to be revisited by Ryan. Really? You might be surprised, eh? Not, not, because, not because I don't think you like it, but just because I've never really heard many other people mention that they like this one. My loins are tingling, Terence. My loins are tingling. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Right. Well, it's got Robin Williams in it, so... Um, so it's Bicentennial Man. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yes. Beautiful film. Uh, do you want to say quickly what it's about? So Bicentennial Man is a movie about a robot that gains sentience um, and an understanding of what it means to be human. Um, and it's sort of a 200-year journey of how he, the people around him live and die and how he lives and dies. Yeah, and kind of discovers his own soul in a way and his humanity and mm. X, Y, and Z, yeah. yeah. Um, do you feel that you identify with this film because you yourself are an android? <laughs> First of all, you told me you wouldn't tell anyone that. Um, I thought that's why Anthony Dave Daniels gave you that funny look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get talking about it. Yeah, him we'll get talking about we'll what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in regards to relating to the film, jokes aside, uh, yeah, I, I, I suppose I can't do. I, I really identify with the message of the film. Yeah. You know, not settling and just sort of um, exploring life, being better, being a better self. Yeah. Each time making yourself a little bit better, a little exactly. bit more human, yeah. you know, that type of vibe. Oh. No, no, it is, a, it is a great one, dude. You never know, I might actually do a, a little breakdown of that because that, that's quite a deep philosophical film, that bad boy, yeah? Mm. Yeah, it's got, some, it's got some juice to it, it's got some vibes. I look forward to that. Now, um, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, Young Mr. Terence of is a very, very gifted artist. Um, he uh, used to do these like cartoons and shit like that at school. Yes, I'm going to bring that up. Christ. Um, they, they were really, really impressive. Um, your thing is, you, you, you're a sketcher. Hey, you like me. You're not really painting and stuff <laughs> like that. That's more your mom and that type of art. Because you do uh, come from a, a family of artists. I. Definitely artistic streak runs through my family, yeah, but um, no, it's 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 all forms of it. Um, it was when you When you saw the majority when of I it, encountered you <laughs> back when we were kids that was that was what it was because What we had but we've gone into digital art and um, 3D modeling and all sorts of things since 3D modeling? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. you got the CAD software and that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, where did you go? Using the fancy words, my boo. Mm. Six, six, six. <clears throat> so yeah, so Papa Rousseau yeah, helps me with the artwork on the channel, which I greatly appreciate. Mm. So I bought him a couple of beers this weekend. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Can't wait for you people to see the Star Wars one. Fuck, <laughs> like I'm so proud of that. <laughs> um, but now let's get into uh, you and I. Like, how did we meet? Um, because we went to the same primary school together, the same high school together. We did. Um, primary school, we knew each other, but we weren't like, you know, close, close, close. It was no. kind of like, you know, how's it brew, you know, whatever. You kind of, you weren't hanging out in the in the White House thing there by Sweet Valley. You were more... No. Yeah, that was, that was Biggles in the Biggles books. <laughs> that was Biggles, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what, that, what happened to that brother. And then it was more high school and stuff when, you know, we kind of kind of gelled, yeah. Part and partnered up and, and did the vibes. And then, 
not to dwell too long on that because I don't know how much you want to dig into it, but what's interesting about that relationship is that we have been friends, not just us. Yeah. Um, a few friends of ours from high school, we've been friends for all this time. Yeah, man. Tree Gang represent. Right on. And now that <laughs> now that we're both uh, nearing 70, yes. it's it's really nice to look back and, and realize how long we've all been friends. Mm. No, 100%. And, um, but I, I was thinking about it and I think like where our friendship truly blossomed was when I um, fucked you up wholly in uh, Tekken 3 when you came over to my house. So I, I do remember that shame. You suffered a head injury, which is why you remember it incorrectly. So I was the one fucking you up. Um, just clearing that up for everyone. Shame. You guys have to be patient with Ryan. <laughs> you just, just put that on the record. Yeah, yeah. No, um, Terence is possibly the best person I've ever seen at Tekken. He's, he's insanely good. He's a Yoshimitsu main. Which is a... It's oh, been many years, Ryan. Many, you've many still years. got it in your dog. You've still got that dog in you. <laughs> Inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, but I was a, I was a, I was a bride man. You know, that was, you know, mm. straightforward punching, and you know, you went all fucking dancing loop to loop around me. Which is why when I thrashed you with Brian, it was that much worse. Yeah, it did sting. It did sting. <clears throat> it did sting. So we're gonna get into now our experience of Comic Con this year. We had a, a very, couple of fun things. We, you know. Said a bit about them, you know, in the beginning, whatever. Mm. But uh, I think we need to go into the meeting of Mr. Anthony Daniels. Yes, yes, that's, um, that was quite beautiful. I had a little bit of a fangirl moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you, no, 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 no. This is this. You, uh, you've got to tell it. All right. So, um, as you do, and this was a new experience for me. Uh, we went to the con. We went to where you have to wait for the photos, and we waited in line. And, waited in line to take a photo with Mr. Anthony Daniels, C-3PO. Waiting, 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 waiting. Saw a lot of very interesting cosplayers that we later tracked down again because we just had to have those photos. But eventually we got to the front of the line, led us through. And um, the plan was that Ryan and I would be on either side of him and take you know, a good group shot. But he wasn't having any of that. As soon as we walked in, commanded the room, told Ryan next to me, yeah. put your hand out flat. And of course, the, sim the simple <laughs> instruction Ryan had was too much. It was too much for Ryan, <laughs> simply too much. So the hand went out, it went up, high five. I don't know. Almost smacked him on the arse. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually he placed his little C3PO doll on, on, on Ryan's hand and we took the photo and, and off we went. <laughs> From there, we went out, got the photo. It was a fucking good photo. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan left me to get the autograph, which yeah. took an hour. A lot longer than it should have. Yeah. yeah. Um, but eventually, I got up to the front of the line. And Ryan and I had joked before that uh, what I should do is I should <laughs> invite him for a beer with us yeah, afterwards. Yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah. sort of don't even go in there trying to, trying to fanboy or anything. Just go straight up to him like we're old mates and just be like, Anthony, Danny boy. Join us for a beer. Hey, dog. Exactly. So I attempted to stumble my way through that and said to him, you know, it'd be great if you could join us for a beer afterwards. And this man looked me dead in the eye and said, I'd love to do that, but I can't. I'm a wine man. And that, just got like a classy got, act, man. But he completely tripped me up. I, I had no comeback, nothing to say. <laughs> then you went full potato. Full potato, like a flipping seal. <laughs> <laughs> he passed me a signed picture, smiled at me, and I buggered off, and that was it. But, uh, great guy. Great guy, really, <laughs> a really lovely guy. Um, yeah, he just, 
He's just warm and he's cool. And I mean, this is the, the second Star Wars guy I've met and he mm. just came across really nice, really warm, came to talk to the crowd. Apparently he talked to you guys as well in the autograph line. He did a couple of times, yeah. Was there anything in particular at the, the con that you saw that you really, really loved? I know you were really jonesing for the Lego stuff and good God, we we have to talk about fucking Legos. <laughs> and, but anything that really caught your eye, like, you know, that was really amazing or whatever? So there were a couple of things actually. Um, yes, the the Lego section, the the Lego area did um, did do something for me on a primal level, uh, but there were also it was really great to see so many people just being there and yeah. just I mean, so many fantastic cosplays, so many enthusiastic people. And they had a central display um, with a whole lot of extremely detailed um, and well-painted oh, models. Figurine. Yeah, well, it is models, not really figurines. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it was that. That was wowzer. That was yeah, yeah. that was that was quite an experience. Um, what about you, Ryan? What did you uh, What did you experience that that got you going? For, for me, I mean, the Lego is always a huge one. I mean, the cosplayers is actually the main thing. Mm. You know, like just to meet them and stuff like I, I realized this when I went to London but when you chat to cosplayers like everyone's kind of scared to go up to them and like you know thinking they're gonna like tear your head off and shit like that but it's really not the case as you saw like you just go and you just say hello to people and like hi can you know I take a photo and they are more than happy and I mean there's some crazy shit that we saw today like the Darth Maul Mr. Cull and Marin fucking crazy ass bumblebee <laughs> oh and then oh yeah i've got to tell this story so then i met two jedi at the bottom of this the stairs there in between the two halls and like i was like hey dudes can i grab a photo with because basically we were running around just looking for we were just Star Wars looking people. for people to take pictures with yeah. yeah yeah and so i go and sit down with well sit down stand with these two guys and the O's, they go to lock swords and they're like cross swords baby cross swords <laughs> And I burst out laughing. I could not hold it in, dude. It was it was great. It was really really cool. I must make special mention of the uh, the one Scorpion cosplay that we oh, saw, which was immaculate, and uh, the the couple that were dressed um, as pilots from Titanfall 2. Yeah, yeah, that was a big um, thing for you. Yeah, that was yeah. a big thing for me. I was so impressed. Caught the helmet. She wasn't even wearing it at the time. Yeah, 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 noticed yeah, yeah. the helmet and said, "Hey, got a great photo of that." Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That was really rad. I mean, I. I really, I implore people to come check this out next year, whether it's in Cape Town or Joburg. I think they're doing one in Durban now as well. They might well be, yeah. Yeah. And it's just a really cool experience, man. Like, bring kids with, do the vibes. It's fucking incredible. Mm. I feel like I'm doing an advertising pump here for Comic Con. <laughs> you can pay me, you can sponsor me. I have no problems. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in terms of Lego, okay, now mm. we need to get onto this subject. Because yeah. Mr. Terence here, He's not a. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call you a Lego fan. You're like a Lego savant, my really. You're like. You deep in the blocks, bro. <laughs> you know, when you asked me to come and give an interview, I thought, honest to God, we'd be talking about films. But all right, all. There's a Lego my, movie. Yeah. You th okay. All right. You know what? Yeah, okay. Fine. <laughs> um, um, yes. So I, I want. What I want to get into is how did your relationship with Lego start? What was your first set, if you can remember, and what's like your favorite sets? that you've ever had kind of thing. Okay, so I cannot tell you the first set that I ever had. Um, I cannot remember. I'm sure it was a, a gift from my parents, um, but I wouldn't be able to tell you. 
Um, I can tell you that I had an instant um, interest in it. Uh, and yeah, it just sort of never, you know, it's actually a lie to say that it never waned. There was a time um, in my life for about five years, seven years, whenever, when I never really looked at it. Um, it was just an interest that fell off completely. And then, well, it's kind of the thing, you know, you, 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 you use it as a kid and like whatever. What, well, how do you start it? It's Duplo, then it's Lego, yeah, then it's Duplo. Technic. Yeah, yeah. there, there yeah. used to be one before as well, um, okay. but it's Duplo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Lego Technic, etc. But it is kind of the thing, you know, because there's that stigma where you get to a certain age where it's like, you can't play with Lego, you're a grown-ass man, you know, or a boy or whatever, you know. Well, that, that's why the... Bullshit, but anyway. It is, and that's <laughs> yeah. why the age restriction says 0 to 99. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, I, I can't really tell you where it began, but I can tell you that of the sets that I own, um, my two favorite sets, and the ones that, that are right up there, um, is I've got an X-Wing, a Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Who's X-Wing? The orange one. Uh, I've always wanted to own one of them, um, and it was given to me as a gift by my wife. And then, similarly, um, the blue Mustang that I have. Um, was given to me as a gift from my wife. Mm. Uh, a special mention needs to be made to the Harley Davidson, which was also given to me by my wife. I'm sensing a pattern. There's, there's, there's a pattern there. There's a pattern there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, those are yeah. my three favorites. My, I mean, I was talking to you about this yesterday or today. I can't remember. And um, mm. I was saying my like treasured one because I mean we grew up with you know the knights and the, the that underwater fucking thing which I can't remember the name of mm. you know with like the claw and the ship and stuff yes but me like I remember I got this and I thought I was the bee's knees was the fucking pirate ship dude yeah that pirate, pirate ships because I saw that pirate ship again when I went to the Lego Expo at Canal Walk yeah and my god it took me straight back at eh? But you said something interesting about that pirate ship, like, which is? Well, the holes are, um, the holes of those ships are sought after items. If you go onto uh, websites like Bricklink, you'll find that they're costly. Um, people don't sell many of them, why would they? Um, so it's kind of like collector's items bricks, if you will. I wouldn't call them collector's items, but they're certainly rarer than your yeah, yeah. common everyday brick. Okay. They do make ships like that still but they're far rarer than they mm. used to be mm. um but hey there's nothing stopping you from getting one now yeah man yeah true true and then something i've got to dive into because it's literally on your shirt and it's staring at me <laughs> is uh, you and i obviously we bonded over you know when i fucked you up and taken yeah. and um but I think really where we actually bonded was over Star Wars. We're both huge Star Wars guys. Which was interesting because I never knew that about you. Yeah. Um, it was never a fact you advertised. And I can, I can remember a rather distinct moment when you said to me um, something along the lines of, you know, very interested in a particular Star Wars piece of Lego or something mm. like that. I said to you, I didn't realize you liked Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm a huge fan. And from that, I... I suppose it just snowballed. Yeah. You know? Um, so what I want to know is how did you originally get into Star Wars? So I'm going to do a podcast about this in the future. So I don't want to quite say where I got in. I'll just say that, you know, I was a special edition kid, which is the films when they came out in 97, when they re-released them. Um, that's when I rediscovered it. Or discovered it to say, because I knew about Star Wars, but like, you know, whatever. My grandfather was like, you, like, you never watched Star Wars? Come, we go to the cinema, we're going to watch that. And I saw that and that's it. 
Did you have a kind of similar moment or? I did actually. So my dad, he may even still have them. Um, a set of cassettes. Of the VHS tapes. The VHS tapes. Episodes four, five, and six now. I know what those look like, dude. Those. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that was back. That was before they remastered them and did all of that. Oh, so the year originals. So that's not special editions. No special editions. Yeah. So it's the original janky. Everything yeah, yeah, sort yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah, cut yeah. out. Yeah, you can but, still um, see the fucking speeders flying through, you know, the goddamn 8080s and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, seeing that when you're younger is fun, entertaining, and it's a shared interest. Mm. Um, my dad's not as, he's not as huge a fan as mm. I was, but mm. as he points out, back then there was nothing like it. Yeah. So everyone knew what it was. Uh, so when I was old enough, he showed them to me and said, you know, very interesting, very cool cinema and all that. And so I watched it, loved it. And I suppose back then that was all we, we really had of yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And so for a while it just sort of plateaued. And then they released episode one. Yes, in 99, yeah. In 99. And it got mixed opinions from people, but... We're not going to talk about this. This is a positive space, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan takes in the shoe with this, listeners. <laughs> I know you got that dog in you. <laughs> I love episode one, two, and three. I love it for what they, I love them for what they are, what they represent, the fact that they're coherent, that they all fit together. Yeah, yeah. I like episodes Also one, Hayden, two. I mean, Hayden's got a very special place in our heart, oh, dude. Hayden, Ewan, all of them, they're yeah. all there. Natalie, I mean, they Well, that's kind of, you know, um, you think about it like, you know, original trilogy, Star Wars is like our parents' Star Wars. The prequels uh, was our Star Wars. It dude. was. It and, was. you know, now other kids will have the sequels as their oh, Star Wars, you know, and that's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a generational thing. But what's particularly nice for those kids is they've got so much more to draw from. Yeah. yeah. We also had the Clone Wars, um, yes. which yeah, came yeah. shortly after. Uh, and I suppose in many ways we could say that's ours as well. But nowadays you've got so much. Yeah. So much. Recently Ahsoka as well. I uh, know. We, we literally, as, at the time of recording this, uh, we six episodes into Ahsoka. Mm. So we don't want to spoil it. No, we do not want to spoil but it. But episode five. Yeah, episode five. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I I thoroughly enjoyed Ahsoka. Um, yeah, I have. It's uh, it's very much your vibe. It's yeah. very much my vibe. And actually, Ryan, you have a strong opinion about this um, and a, a, a philosophy yes. about the way the Star Wars works. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Share that. So so I I I actually I, I steal this from my favorite podcast, which is Force Center, and they mm. describe it as. Star Wars is a buffet, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's for everybody and you know, like a buffet, you know, there's certain things that you like and there's certain things that you don't like, you know, but it doesn't mean that the whole thing is bad, that the whole buffet is fucked, it just means that, you know, there are certain things that are for you, so for some people, for you, you know, like, I know you have a, a deep love for Ahsoka, but I know you're not as fucking big into um, Andor. Yeah. And that's, it's literally just on taste. And then we have another, you know, friend of us, some French bastard, who, you know, who shall not be named. No. No. Long-limbed. Yeah, but it's, to be fair, the reason reason that he... But he loves Andor. He loves Andor, and he loves, uh, and he loves, um, uh, uh, um, Rogue One. Yes, yeah, yeah. But there's a very good reason for that. He is effectively K2S2. (laughs) K2S2. K2SO. K2SO. (laughs) You can tell we're a couple of beers down. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We're getting there. We're getting into the good stuff. Uh, Yeah. I I have a preference for the Jedi-related stuff. The Jedi, the lightsabers, the Force, spiritual side of it. All of that. That's my bag. That's that's where I'm comfortable. Um, Now, I have a very interesting question in terms of, like... So obviously, you know, I'm not married, I don't have a kid. You are married with a child. Yes. With your wee boy, James. Yes. 
Ruth. For some weird, some weird reason, for some strange reason, I'm going to speak a Scottish accent when I refer to him. He's a good, he's a good lad, that James. <laughs> he is very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when it comes to James, how are you planning on introducing him to the Star Wars? Because he is kind of introduced to it now through Lego and what have you. But you're going to sit him down one day and come on like, this is my brew. I think, I think opportunity for that for that will arise much faster than I expect. It's not like, I say this, it's not like when we were younger where our parents only had these films that were not really appropriate for kids, what a, what a, what a. But this fate's facts here. I mean, there's so much media on it nowadays that's available. I can find something that is appropriate for him that deals in the universe that he could get an introduction to. Yeah. As he grows older, there would be more and more of it. I think the important thing is that it's, Star Wars is very much my thing. And while I would love to share it with you him. You don't want to force it on him. Don't want to force it on yeah. him. Definitely not. It's something that I will show to him. If he takes it on, he will. If not, it's life. That kids is what is called good parenting. <laughs> <laughs> now on the other side of the coin, so you know, there's Lego, there's Star Wars. Also very into gaming. We're very, you know, you you, you were with me in the PlayStation days and like yes. you you've I mean, you had your little blip when you went to Xbox, you know, everyone's... everyone's got, look, I wanted to give it a try. Everyone's man. got, you know, their cross to bear, you know. It's like going to college, right? I, I know, to, I, I know, wanted to explore I know that when you met the wife, she had the Xbox, so you had to, you know. But, you know, it's fine. But you, you'd always PlayStation at heart, dude. You know, it's understandable. I'll remember Fallout 4 forever on that thing. <laughs> um, so getting into that, so we're going to get into, like, what's your favorite games and stuff like that. But I have to mention coming around to um, your guys flat and I think it's when I saw a PS4 for the very first time and yes. I saw Arkham Knight on there yeah. and I fucking you knew. I lost my mind so you knew you knew yeah so is there any particular like gaming things that you'd like to chat well let's let's go with this route what what is your favorite game what's your Mount Rushmore of games if you can't think of a favorite one then what's like you know what's there that's not Metal Gear Solid. Ah. <laughs> so that's that's a tough one. And it's actually a point of contention for us as friends. The, the group mm -hmm. of friends that we've mentioned, we all have different tastes and we all have different interests. And I I have certain opinions about certain games. Like, we did too. I don't know. <laughs> um, that I'm not allowed to share. Because um, they're wrong. Oh, Jesus. But in regards to the best game, it's very, very difficult to say. I have excellent memories of a lot of open world games, which is where I find a lot of my vibes. Yeah, um, I've got that as well, I, yeah. I mean, you can, like I mentioned, uh, Fallout 4. Lots yeah. of people didn't really love it. I jived with it for really? tens of hours. You know, I've never played a Fallout. Oh, they're fun games. They're yeah. good games. For, look, I recognize it not being the best. Um, it all depends on your tastes. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're not terrible games. Mm, not the latest installments anyway. So, I... My preference for games actually uh, sits more on platformers. I've always oh, really? enjoyed... Oh, really? Oh, you, you know this about me. I've, uh, back when Naughty yeah, Dog I was... keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when Naughty Dog was doing... Um, Jack Crash Bandicoot. And, yeah. No, no, Jack and Daxter. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Crash Bandicoot was there, fair enough. But Jack and Daxter and then... Um, of course, uh, Ratchet and Clank as well. Love those games. Um, I just, I have a preference for it, I suppose. I, I like that, the third person, the platforming aspect of it. Third person shooters, I think, in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've, 
in my later years, I become more of a first-person shooter kind of guy. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of just always been there with me. That and fighting games. Like, you know, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat dude. Yeah. You know, just got uh, Mortal Kombat 1, which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so when you... How... Because, okay, so I, you know, did the, the lineage of kind of gaming where I started with Nintendo, went to Sega, went to PS1. Mm. All hand-me-downs, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, and then obviously PS2, PS3, PS4, mm. PS5. Uh, did you also start with Nintendo, or did you? Because I know you went very big on Sega. But we we traveled the same road. Uncle. Oh, the uh, same road. Same Nintendo, Sega, PS1, all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything that stands out from those like retro games? Like, because I'm still huge into old 8-bit, 16-bit vibes. Like the 8-bit Batman game for Christ's sake is just. <laughs> Like a part of my soul, the Jurassic Park 8-bit game and the Sega Jurassic Park game. I mean, fucking hell, dude. Real big parts of me. Is there anything from your childhood that, you know, comes screaming out? Also, we've got to do a special mention after you talk about this of something else. But we'll get to it. But yeah, but this Nintendo Sega stuff. So for me, I think you'll find remnants of my tastes now, as I said. With Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, all those Crash Bandicoot games, a lot of those third-person games. Um, from way back then, uh, I enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog games, um, the Mega Man games. I enjoyed those kinds of games. Those yeah. I remember Island yeah. 3 and all those other retro titles too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking on the on the title now, but it's the Return of Shinobi, the third one. Oh, it's, yes, um, I remember that. Uh, it's, it's not Ninja Gaiden, it's... Um, no, it's Shinobi. It's Shinobi, it's Shinobi, Shinobi 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinobi 3. Yeah, yeah. I remember those. Never, I, I, I finished that game once. I think. I remember that final boss being an absolute nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I think what we have to make a special mention of is, so like, I keep harking back to, you know, when you came to play Tekken 3 at my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I gotta make a special fucking mention of when I went around to, when I went around to your place, um, and uh, we we played Battlefront 2. Ah, yes. On uh, PS2. PS2. Nice window on Yevon 4, bro. Fuck it. Now, people will argue, people will complain. But Battlefront, Battlefront 2, the most OG, recent o one. O o o not, not, not the OG. The OG is inarguable. It's a fantastic game. You can't get around it. There is a little it's bit of rose tinted glasses with it, though. It doesn't, quite, it doesn't hold up. Look, I mean, it, it doesn't look great yeah, nowadays. Yeah. But the fun's there. It was yeah, always yeah. a great, fun game. The mechanics yes. work. It was great. Yeah. The latest one. I firmly believe is the same. They uh, did Battlefront 2, the new one, the, the 2017 one, one yeah. is my favorite Star Wars game of all time. I know, it's I know. And uh, but the, the thing about it is that you you may be a bit jaded with your you know inability to see any faults in Star Wars. But <laughs> personally, I I can see the faults, and though there are faults, yes. they've done a tremendous job with that game. And there's a lot there, and it's a fun game. And when everyone's on there, when the squad was on. Oh, oh, Jesus! Man, did we yeah, have some yeah, fun yeah. there? No, we had some, we had some good times. We had some oh. good times, bro. Fucking <laughs> hell! Shout out, Chris, Nick. Yeah, 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 Mr. Yanku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell! Those, <coughs> that, that was the dream team, dude. Those were the days. You never got involved in the Call of Duty days during lockdown, but I did not. But I, I have heard stories. There was, I have heard yeah, stories. Yeah, that was Aiden, myself, and Jordan, bro. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Man, yo, that got me through some stress. Might <laughs> be rising again. No, it will be. It will be. It will oh. be definitely. Anyway, brother, it's been an absolute fucking 
joel having you here in joburg we've yeah, had a lot of fun here we had we a, have we had a really good night last night my god if you want a great pizza come to la parada in fucking randburg yes yes that it, thing it made that it made that whole plane ride worth it oh my god yeah yeah mm. and how yeah uh so we're gonna love and leave people listeners whatever <laughs> can barely talk anymore but anyway <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's been a good trip. I'm glad you've been here with me, dude. It's gonna be, we got a few more hours ahead, then we gotta catch an early flight tomorrow. Mm. It's been a, it's been a good time, buddy. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. you got any famous last words you'd like to say? Drop a little joke, some philosophical <laughs> fucking thing. Well, I would like to mention that Ryan Mathis has got that dog. You know? Inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, go on YouTube and look up You've got that dog in you. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for being here, man. Cheers. Cheers, dude. Bye. And that is it for today's episode of Ramcast. If you would like to come find me on Instagram, you can come check out the photos of the Comic-Con that I was at. You can see the photos and the cosplayers and everything that Terence and myself were talking about. You can come find me on Instagram at UncleRamZA. So that's at U-N-C-L-E-R-A-M-Z-A. But before I go, I'd like to leave you with this little quote from Dazed and Confused. Man, it's the same bullshit they tried to pull in my day. If it ain't that piece of paper, there's some other choice they're going to try and make for you. You got to do what Randall Pink Floyd wants to do, man. Let me tell you this. The older you do get, the more rules they're going to try to get you to follow. You just got to keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Cheers, everybody. Have a great week. Yeah.